Hi pros, Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation. My dry bar comedy special, Amateur Nation, is now available. And you can get a free month subscription to dry bar comedy just for being a listener of this podcast. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world, and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising tell-it-like-it-is bite, then check out my half-hour comedy special, Amateur Nation, for free. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S and use promo code Lou Santini, L-O-U-S-A-N-T-I-N-I, and you'll get a free month of clean comedy. That will probably still offend Amateur Nation. Drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S and promo code Lou Santini. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. Warning, the podcast you are about to hear is often based on true events and people. It chronicles the dialogue and actions of random, anonymous, obnoxious, self-entitled, unintelligent, self-centered idiots, attention whores, ignoramuses, dolts, clods, nimrods, douches, weirdos, drama queens, overly sensitive crybabies, and people who think they are better, more important, and special than the rest of us. In one word... Amateurs. It's Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. We call attention to and call out the amateurs, the people who are doing life wrong, the speed bumps of life, the people that are in your way every day, the unintelligent, obnoxious, attention whoring, self entitled drama queen victim types who chip away at the moments of your life due to no self awareness, common sense, manners, or social skills that are disturbing the flow. Of the pros. Hi, Mom. Oh, hey, Lou. Amateur Nation. It's not just a podcast. It's a movement. If you're trying to smoke out the communists, relax. We're all cool. Of course you are. You're listening to this show. This is episode 213. More fun than a satanic Grammy ritual and a Chinese spy balloon. As always, fans first, a shout out to Eric Strong of Hampton, Virginia, and Paul Reed94, and Papa Kulao, following me on Instagram at lou.santini3, and a girl you wish you knew, listening on SoundCloud and DarkOH69, following me on YouTube. Let's get to it. Here's what's happening on Amateur Nation. Perhaps you had better start from the beginning. Topic number one. Topic number one. When amateurs talk about toxic masculinity, they really mean masculinity. At Amateur Nation, the more you rail against it, the more you lose credibility and the less the world listens. Ladies and gentlemen, two of the most pathetic men, well, I'm assuming they have penises tucked up in there somewhere. I know what I'm saying is hate speech and it's toxic. Remember, anything Amateur Nation hears that is A, the truth, B, a joke, C, satire, D, comedy, or E, backed up by stats and figures, or F, any and all of the above, that falls under hate speech. Hate speech, anything Amateur Nation simply doesn't like. Okay, Here is the first pathetic male adult. The best way to describe him would be frail. This sickly-looking 20-something person with stringy hair, no strength or conviction in his voice, and what could be the weakest effort ever put forth to say words. Listen to his plight. I just want to be happy, not have anxiety, and eat a sweet treat once in a while. Why is that so hard? That's all I want out of life. Why can't I have it? 
Ladies, couldn't you listen to that voice all day? Quit acting like a little bitch. As short as that was, let me break that down. He said he just wants to be happy. Okay, translation. Exterior forces aren't making me happy. It's up to the world to make me happy. Also, he doesn't even know what happiness for him is or what that would entail. Amateur Nation feels that by simply existing... They are entitled and have a right to be happy. You see, Amateur Nation, being an American citizen gives you the shot, the chance, the right to pursue happiness, not to have it sent, delivered, and thrust upon you. I know, work is hard. Why can't you have it? I'd say you won't have anxiety if you did a bunch of things and made major changes in your life, but A, I don't know what ludicrous crap makes or would make you happy. Maybe it's the use of the word the, like in last week's episode. And B, I'd hate to say it, but I'll say it. Much of the anxiety that I hear coming from Amateur Nation, and believe me, when I lived in LA for 24 years, many people wore their anxiety on their sleeve like a name tag at a convention. They reveled in it. It was a bragging point. It was mentioned in online dating profiles like some might mention I'm double-jointed or I speak five languages in the very real hope that they'll find a mate that also has anxiety and that living by the misery loves company rule, they'll find happiness in a relationship due to the commonality of pain and or anxiety. And then there's C. Your anxiety that you have is created by a few things. Overuse of social media, that is the reliance of it and slavery to it, combined with no exercise, no red meat, having your whole life centered around things that bother you, causes you supposedly believe in buying into oppression and or victim mentality, buying into propaganda that you and or everything around you is racist or sexist or homophobic, assuming that everyone should love one another simply because we breathe the same air, and finally, that life is fair. Oh, and don't forget your constant reliance on drugs to numb you and make you feel better. I took too much ecstasy in my 20s, so nothing makes me happy anymore. Okay, now we have this pathetic dude. Of course, he films one of his many nervous breakdowns in the front seat of his car. He's supposedly transgendered, but if you saw him, you just see yet another frail, overly pierced, because piercing will make him special and happy, effeminate man. Here he is. Understand what is so hard about correcting other people when they misgender others like it takes you like two seconds but you know what it takes for me to have to constantly do that a lot of unnecessary emotional labor that I already have to take on on a daily basis just to exist and be who I am but you don't have the energy to speak up and say something on my behalf my son is playing with dolls there I said it He's a sissy. There, I said that. You don't understand what is so hard about correcting people when they misgender. Allow me to respond. Can you play it again, please? Yeah, play it again. I don't understand what is so hard about correcting other people when they misgender others. Like, it takes you like two seconds, but you know what it takes for me to have to constantly do that? A lot of unnecessary emotional labor that I already have to take on on a daily basis just to exist and be who I am but you don't have the energy to speak up and say something on my behalf don't you know about pussy clearly he doesn't okay let's break it down one 
your issue is a YP, not an OP. Two, if you're trans and people aren't getting your sex right, you didn't do trans right. To steal an amateur nation cliche, sorry, not sorry, although you are crying like a girl. Three, it doesn't take two seconds. It involves a whole rigmarole bullshit conversation about you, Captain You Planet. Now, instead of talking about whatever we were talking about, we've railroaded the conversation to entertain your mental illness so you can make it through the next five minutes. See number one. Number four. Yeah, I don't care about your emotional labor. There are people who, for example, can't pay their bills, had a loved one that just died, have cancer or some other debilitating disease or condition, are going through a divorce, natural disaster survivors, or maybe have pieces of Chinese spy balloon falling into their hair, etc. You pick the lifestyle, amateur. Oh, that's right. That, too, isn't your doing. Your life is dictated by whatever way the wind blows. You have no control over your life. How you identify, your anxiety, etc. Number five, no, we don't have the energy, not even a little. Pronation has no time for weakness. Want to know our problems besides the day-to-day -day life stuff? Well, we pros have to worry about real problems like the border crisis, World War III, China, a weaponized FBI, Pfizer poisoning and killing people, an incompetent treasonous president and staff that is literally pilfering and pillaging our country from within, the sex trafficking cover-up, not only at Epstein's Island, but all around the world, the Illuminati that runs most of Hollywood and politics, superinflation, critical race theory, and the sexual grooming of underage children being perpetuated in the American public school system, censorship the deterioration of the American way, our freedoms being infringed upon us little by little, but more and more literally every day, waking up to, I wonder what our government did to put us closer to slavery today. So no, we don't have the energy to babysit you. You are a liability. You're dead weight. You're being used to distract hardworking pro-nation in America. Therefore, you don't matter. Either help us, make a contribution, stop whining, or get the fuck out of the way. I admire your honesty. Hell, I like you. You can come over to my house and fuck my sister. They're ruined. Literally. I admit I know nothing about psychology, but can these men be saved? Will they make it to 40? If, and it's a big if, if people in everyday life got this amateur's pronouns right for even a day, a week, a month, without any confusion about his identity... <laughs> Would he be happy? Of course not. Because then comes the, see, it's starting all over again. You're telling me, amateur nation, that this is better than masculinity? And now this. Topic number two. Did you know electric cars are a scam? No shit. Sure you knew that, amateur nation, but your feelings... All right, it's been a while since I talked about what is, next to COVID, the biggest scam and hoax of all time, and that is the electric car push. In brief, here's what we've covered and is common knowledge. The blight on the earth to mine for rare earth minerals, found mostly in China and the Middle East, shocker, is far worse than any drilling and or mining for oil and coal. We also know most of those mines are operated by slave labor, often children. No big deal. The fuel needed to supply infrastructure and support to charging stations is coal and oil, and recharging stations are made of metals and plastics, which come from mining and drilling for coal and oil. Modern-day gas-powered cars burn 93% cleaner than cars did back in the 70s. We also know this whole go-electric is a way to not only run the table 
available on the energy source, but to monitor how much you get to power your EV, thereby controlling your movement via a social credit score. And trace and track your movements, thereby enabling corporations to tailor the ads you see in the car and on the road. As I've said, control movement and communication, and you got yourself a nice little slave society. How is that no different than prisoners in a prison? Every move they make is watched. They're on a strict schedule of eating, exercising, and laboring. If they behave, they don't get punished. Not rewarded, simply not punished. This is electric vehicles. Sure, you get to move around a little more, but should the government decide to shut down your grid for their fake news electric shortage, they will. It's designed to freeze a household, a neighborhood, an area. Imagine the crime and unrest when they shut off an entire city grid and no one can move because everyone is on electric. Then the inmates run the asylum. The herd is thinned and the government saves some money having to police anything. And if you think for a second this is a conspiracy theory, you are simply wrong. They're talking about kill switches on cars that you would have no control over. Say the wrong thing online, no groceries for you. Guess that insulin will have to wait. Let's not forget the insider trading the government will be in on with China in investing in the recharging stations nationwide, both commercially and at home, that will, like a computer, have to be in every home, every building. Who wouldn't want to get in on the ground floor for investing in the Chinese companies that manufacture those? Besides, your gas stove is going to kill you and the planet. You know, like it already did. The electric grids can't sustain what California is already doing, let alone later. You can go on and on about the emissions, but well, let's get to this man on the street interview with two female dunces to get their brilliant insight on the latest ruling that California made for the future of cars. Here we go. California Air Resources Board passed a new rule that would require 100% of new vehicle sales be zero emission by the year 2035. How do you feel about this ruling? Um, I'm definitely a proponent of that ruling. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't think there's a reason why that shouldn't happen. Like, I think that's that's really great. I'm definitely a proponent about the ruling, and that's really great. Notice how they simply heard zero emissions and didn't even blink. No critical thinking. And I thought young people were supposed to rebel and question everything, especially the government. It's an amazing job the Chinese and American propaganda machine has done. Think about it, because it's taken about 30 years or more to beat home the point that electric good, gas bad, when they are merely different energy suppliers. But these clucking hens just pocock at their memorized buzzwords while still not saying the word propaganda correctly or knowing what that means for realsies when an electric vehicle comes off of the production line it's already responsible for over 25,000 pounds of carbon dioxide emissions compared to 16,000 pounds for a traditional combustion engine and over the lifetime of an electric vehicle it will only emit three to five tons less carbon dioxide than a combustion engine I think on the other hand, you also need to think about how we're getting our gas. I think gas is still worse. <laughs> but 60% of the, uh, the power for electric vehicles is coming from those gases anyway. Does it surprise you that a third of the carbon dioxide emissions in electric vehicles comes from the production of the vehicle yeah, itself? That's definitely surprising. I haven't heard that stat yeah. before. Yeah, that's interesting. I've, I haven't heard that either. So did I, did I make you guys think a little bit today about... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm brainy. I think gas is worse. No reason why. Just exasperated laughing to make her sound nice and dingy. Why can't young people speak with conviction anymore? Well, the young people in Amateur Nation anyway. 
Notice he dropped some facts, and while they are true, they don't question those either. No follow-up questions. Off to go color and shop. The environment is falling to shit, and you're all at fault. Why do I nitpick and make fun of how this younger generation speaks? Why is it important? Why am I talking about this on this podcast, and I can't think of any other podcasts or posts that I see in social media ever address that? They, never, they only make fun of what they say, not how they say it. And I think it's very important to analyze how Amateur Nation speaks. So why do I nitpick? Because they're not isolated incidences. This is how most of Amateur Nation generation thinks, rather reacts, and speaks. They have feelings, sure, lots of feelings, but nothing to back them up. I'm mad. Why? Because... These nitwits won't be later thinking on what he told them. They say, we'll be thinking about that. They won't be thinking later on what he told them. Listen to their speech patterns. That is important. It shows lack of depth in thought. These young women aren't public speaking at a podium in front of thousands of people or on national television. This is man on the street stuff, work that I've done dozens of times. The sighing and the nervous laughing at the end of every sentence, the Awkward pauses, the likes, the uhs and ums that infiltrate the stupid. Last week's episode with the college boy who didn't know when to call a baby a baby and didn't know what a fetus was. The lack of knowledge is alarming enough, but what's worse in Amateur Nation is the pseudo-intelligence, the pretend thought, the artificial caring. Amateur Nation, the young people in Amateur Nation, like the rest of us, they have the internet at their disposal. But thanks to censorship, the truth takes more effort to research. Besides, they have TikTok videos to shoot and watch. Please, right now, text one person you know this simple message. you got to check out Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. Thank you. Uh, you can find me at LouSantini.com and at LouSantini on YouTube and at LouSantini, especially on Sneak Peek Thursdays with 60-second previews for next week. And I'm also on Truth Social, still building up my followers there, at LouSantini3. Snag a free month subscription to Dry Bar Comedy and get your free month of funny by going to drybarcomedy.com slash L-O-U-S and using promo code LouSantini. Topic number three is next. There's been an odd shift in human behavior over the last 15 plus years. A sense of entitlement. A constant need for attention. Ironically coupled with the need to be left alone. A desire to be treated the same as everyone else. Stupidly combined with the mindset of, I'm special, so treat me accordingly. Introducing the book, Amateur Nation. The Decline of Common Sense, Manners, and Social Skills. The second edition. Inside, you'll read The Amateur Mission Statement. The 30 Truths About Amateurs. The Four Stages of Being an Amateur. Amateur habitats and history. Social media plus me, me, me equals amateur. Technology and amateur behavior. With dozens of real funny photos, weird signs, and laugh out loud real life accounts and actual conversations vividly showing how us pros are surrounded by amateur nation every day. Download the expanded second edition of the ebook Amateur Nation, The Decline of Common Sense Manners and Social Skills. The second expanded edition, available now. Be a pro. Go to Amazon. Type Amateur Nation. Hey pros, 
Lou Lucantini here. They're running out and half off. No amateurs, men's and women's t-shirts. Normally $22.95, now just $11.48. The men's tees are a soft, high-quality, pre-shrunk cotton poly blend in sport royal blue. Displaying the No Amateurs logo with the Waving American flag set at the top. The women's tees are a lightweight, super soft, high-quality, pre-shrunk cotton poly blend in royal blue. And are fitted. Displaying the No Amateurs logo with the Waving American flag. T-shirts just $11.48. Please add $6.95 for shipping and handling for all orders inside the U.S. Spend 50 bucks or more and your shipping is free. Available at lucantini.com slash shop. Be a pro. Say no to amateurs and order your half-off No Amateurs t-shirt today. Topic number three. Hit me! You do realize... Amateur Nation, not the pros who are listening to this podcast, but the few amateurs that are out there that are tuning in. You do realize we are being pillaged from within, right? We allow a Chinese surveillance balloon, regardless of its purpose, to even enter American airspace, and we don't do anything about it for how many days? And then get told, relax, it's cool. How much money total to Ukraine? What is America getting out of this charitable donation? What's our end game? What's our benefit? So we just watch our commercial land and farmland be bought by China. Our money continually going to laundering the sex slave trade and biolabs cover up in Ukraine. And our kids are total idiots in horrific public schools. While being vocal about their anxiety and triggers on TikTok and produces imbeciles like in topic number one, our dollar goes nowhere thanks to shutting down our energy independence. Everything is racist. Nobody can say the right thing or do the right thing because whatever ism is fashionable and convenient. There's unaccountable, unprecedented violence. Amateur nation, you can't possibly think that this world under Biden, President Coloring Book is better. I've had it with this dump. We got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. All because you hate or hated Trump. Grow the fuck up. Shame on you. You, amateur nation, ruined the country with your tolerance. And you know it. And the fact that you don't, rather won't, and refuse to see it, makes you stupid and a liability, you're weak. Whenever I mention this podcast and someone asks, well, what's it about? I answer simply, it's a weekly show devoted to common sense and calling out the people who are responsible for destroying America. And by that, I mean the powerful people in mainstream media, Hollywood, corporate industry, and politics, but also the army the grunts, the soldiers of Amateur Nation, and that is the everyday, weak-willed, whiny, entitled, stupid, emotionally retarded citizens, again, like in topic number one. And I realize the majority of the listeners of this show are pros who are on board and have common sense, and maybe, just maybe, I'm getting some curious amateurs who are realizing their way of whining and expecting freebies through life isn't working and has no future. But let me tell you, the worst kind of listener of this show. The ones who walk, talk, and act like amateurs, but are secretly pros. The hypocrites. 
The ones who change their social media profile pic without a second thought. Who suddenly post their pronouns. Especially the ones that are in line with their actual biological gender. Who tout inclusion and diversity. And what's the big deal when it comes to masks? The untested gene experiment. Critical race theory in schools. Open borders and drag shows for children. The ones who work for companies who do everything I just mentioned too. They know all those things I just mentioned are misguided, wrong, empty, and evil. They might be starting to understand that all this is an attack on the American way of life and our freedoms as we head towards totalitarianism. So they listen to this show in their car, in private. They nod in agreement and then go back to their jobs, their social media, their social circle, pretending to be, and I'll excuse the use of this nothing word this one time, woke. They'll pretend to be cool with their kids being taught all kinds of sexuality at age five in schools. They'll pretend to be okay with their kids attending a drag show. They'll think, well, nothing has changed on my end, as millions of illegal immigrants, gang members, and human traffickers infiltrate our country as they commit crimes that go unpunished because of their color. They'll say, well, good for him or her, as another unqualified diversity hire fills an important position in government. I'm looking at you, Katanji Brown-Jackson, Pete Buttigieg, and Sam Britton, to name a few. They're the worst kind of listener of this show because they're playing both sides of the fence. They're not rhinos, but rather dinos, believing one way, living one way, but voting the wrong way. They betray amateur nation secretly and pro-nation openly. And here's how you can tell. They say they're Democrats or liberals, but they don't really have an impassioned stance on anything. And if they pretend to, well, they have no facts or stats or logical common sense reasons to back up their beliefs. They ignore the Democratic Party past and history. Just lots of cuds. Well, that's how I feel. And other stubborn, overdeveloped emotions. I know you're out there, dinos. You know pronation is right. And the future and preserves the American way and is the safest, easiest, most profitable path for America. So, grow a set. Speak up. Ditch your commie friends. Lose your commie job. Do you want to be elderly and look back and say, Well, I had no spine and I never did or said what was right, but at least I now have this government-issued pod to live in. My electric transport box gets me to the government food distribution building and I have my food rations. Go to hell! Good riddance! Okay, let's do some a la carte, shall we? Thanks to the blatantly Satan-worshipping performance by Sam Smith, sponsored by, no joke, Pfizer, the Grammys had more action than the NFL's Pro Bowl. Why are you Satan? Hey, ask Hollywood. And speaking of which, man, that was a great Pro Bowl, said no one, ever. And speaking of pro sports, Lakami James is now the all-time leading scorer in the NBA, and flopper, and whiner, and commie proving that all the stats in the world doesn't mean people will speak of you with reverence. Most of us got a $33,000 a year raise since last year, right? You didn't? Well, per Bloomberg, to buy a median price home in America, an average person would need to make about $107,000 annually, up from $74,000 just last year. Oh, hang on. This just in from the coincidence desk. More athletes have died of heart attacks in the last two years than the previous 50. 
I just realized, having listened to last week's show again since the Associated Press says that THE is bad, I guess that means Amateur Nation won't be saying anything about THE <laughs> patriarchy. I love this post from uh, an account on Instagram that I have quoted before, at DC underscore Drano. We just endured the worst pandemic in 100 years after a lab leaked a deadly virus, and now we learn from Hunter Biden's laptop that he's partial owner of a bioweapon facility in Ukraine targeted by Putin that received Department of Defense funding, and somehow it's not the biggest story in the world. If the United States government did it, I'm sure they had a good reason. Hey, did you know the Roman Empire enslaved white people? Reparations, here I come! So, President Coloring Book said he would not go after people making $400,000 or less. So, what does he do? Goes after servers and bartenders. I didn't know they made over 400 k A segment mostly employing the younger, who are mainly his supporters. Oh, and how's that college loan forgiveness coming? You bunch of suckers. You deserve to get hit. It just might wake you up. And did you know, according to President Coloring Book, more than half the women in his administration are women. Yes, I think you're stupid. Thank the good Lord, I can still find three pro things to talk about every single week. It's time for three pro things. Number one. Listen to this pro speaking on amateurs who were obnoxious about masks in the untested gene experiment. At Sarah Beth 345 said this. Dear former friends who stopped talking to me because I said masks don't work and nobody should be forced to wear them. I was right and you were wrong. I won't gloat beyond this and I accept apologies in the form of Pino. You know where to find me. Hey, you're a better person than I am, Sarah Beth. I'm going the gloating route. I feel I've earned it. Numero dos. <laughs> In the world of TV comedy, the 70s had Archie Bunker, George Jefferson, and Fred Sanford. The 90s had Al Bundy. Listen to this prophetic, funny clip as married with children dad Al Bundy talks to his son Bud about being a man. When did being born a man become a crime? Well, according to the people of Illinois versus Baby Hayes, it was uh, May 12, 1992. <laughs> Baby Hayes? He was born naked. Nurse didn't like it. Sued him for sexual harassment. I tried him as an adult. Gave him the electric high chair. And number three. Funny how we don't have Native American Month, despite changing pro sports team names, renaming high school mascots, and tearing down statues in their honor. No new statues have been erected. Lots of other colors of people besides black in America. No months for them. And legendary actor Morgan Freeman doesn't want Black History Month either. Here he is on an old interview with Mike Wallace from 60 Minutes. Black History Month you find ridiculous. Why? You're going to relegate my history to a month? Oh, come well, on. What do you do with yours? What, which month is white history month? No, well, no, 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 come on. Tell me. Uh, I'm Jewish. Okay. Which I'm, month is Jewish history month? Uh, there isn't one. Oh. Oh. Why not? Yeah. You want one? No, no. No, I, I, I don't either. I don't want a black history month. Black history is American history. How are we going to get rid of racism? Stop talking about it. 
I'm going to stop calling you a white man. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you to stop calling me a black man. Get busy subscribing or get busy dying. Hey, since you're a pro and listen to this show, you can get my Drybar Comedy special free and get a free month subscription by going to drybarcomedy.com slash L-O-U-S and using promo code Lou Santini. Like I said, subscribe to at Lou Santini on YouTube or Lou Santini Entertainment on Facebook. Free no amateurs tea if you contribute to the show. My email, lou at lousantini.com. And all teas are half off at lousantini.com. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. Remember, amateurs, oh, we see you. You're not at home. Don't do life wrong. Go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini, and this has been a big, major production. I just want to be happy, not have anxiety, and eat a sweet treat once in a while. Why is that so hard? That's all I want out of life. Why can't I have it? Hi pros, Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation. My dry bar comedy special, Amateur Nation, is now available. And you can get a free month subscription to dry bar comedy just for being a listener of this podcast. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world, and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising tell-it-like-it-is bite, then check out my half-hour comedy special, Amateur Nation, for free. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S and use promo code Lou Santini, L-O-U-S-A-N-T-I-N-I, and you'll get a free month of clean comedy. That will probably still offend Amateur Nation. Drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S and promo code Lou Santini. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement.